0: content may not be suitable some audiences Your discretion is a Wrestling content may not suitable to some audiences Your discretion is some audiences discretion is advised. Wrestling content suitable audiences Your discretion is a Wrestling content may not be suitable some audiences Your discretion is
1: a bite, Wrestling
0: content Wrestling fans, by the power of Alanis Morissette and the great red and white of Canada, we bring you WPOV Global. I'm your host, T. James Logan, the legend himself, with the guy who's so much of a gentleman, it's almost scary. We're talking about Elio Canella. Elio. Yes, sir. How are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Well, you know what? Bombarded by a ton of wrestling this week. We've had right. uh, two, pay- well, you know, not only did we have two pay-per-views, major ones from AEW and ROH, we also right. had New Japan floating around doing shows in Australia, which we're not, There weren't that big of a deal, there's only minor stuff that we're going to talk about in there, and uh, yeah, a lot of stuff this week, folks. We've got two pay-per-views, we're going to do uh, part B of our, uh, you know, looking at block B of the G1 tournament for New Japan, we've got your regular news, you've got your poll, we've got, heck, we've got our regular three shows that we're going to get to in the second segment, and we might have a surprise depending on how long the two of us gab this first half, if not, (laughs) we got that surprise will be going over to the next episode, but we'll tell you about it, don't worry, we won't leave you in the dark, at at least for now we will, but anyways, Elio, how was your Canada Day?
1: My Canada Day was amazing. I got to spend time with my brother and his family. They drove drove up from Michigan on Friday night, and they left on Sunday morning. So I got to spend Canada Day weekend with them.
0: Excellent, excellent. You know, did did you get drunk, Elio? (laughs) Somewhat. Somewhat. That's what I like to hear, somewhat. Well, you know what, uh, folks? Uh, Most of your fans who are listening to this... uh, Me and Elio are both Canadians, and we live in Canada, and we just recently celebrated our Independence Day on July 1st. We know our American brothers and sisters, you guys, will be coming up right soon on the 4th. It'll be uh, Independence Day for the U.S. We just want to say a special hello and shout out to all our fans across the world, whether you be Canadian, American, any kind of European, Russian, whatever, Asian, you know what, guys? We love you, and uh, we know you all have your own independence and celebration days and, and whatever. And we just wanted to say from Canada, we wish you the best. And you know what? We got a lot of cool wrestling to talk about this week. And uh, we probably should get into it, eh? Hey, yes, sir. See what I did there? I threw an A in because everyone <laughs> says Canadians say A. We don't really, but I threw that in there just so Americans can go, man, did he just say A? Yes, I, I did. That,
1: eh? Eh? I <laughs> <caught> that A. I Got that
0: A. Anyhow. Uh first of all let's start with uh some let's do some raw news and rumors. Now I know you got all some right. uh, rumors floating around. I've got a few news items that I want to talk about. Uh things mm-hmm. that have been floating around in the uh the non-WWE universe of wrestling. One of the first mm-hmm. things I talk about touches on AEW. Now recently All Elite Wrestling had their um their pay-per-view and uh, Fighter Fest, which is spelled with a y, I'm not sure why. Okay. Just kidding. See, I'm trying to be brilliant there, but I don't think it's working. Anyhow, um, <laughs> Fighter Fest, uh, one of the matches contained a, uh, a spot that a lot of people were not cool with. And it involved mm-hmm. uh, Sean Spears coming out and hitting Cody Rhodes with a, a totally unprotected chair shot to the head. And wow. uh, any of uh, anyone who tuned in and saw that saw uh, Cody get his bell rung pretty bad. Apparently, he got 12 stitches uh, in the back of his head from this. Um, but there's been a lot of onus on, uh, you know, a lot of people pointing fingers here saying, you know, I know AEW wants to try and be cool, but is endangering mm-hmm. someone's life? Cause we do know now, you know, I mean, years ago, people didn't realize how much damage was being done to your head by taking, uh, unprotected chair shots. And right. a lot, and a lot of people this day and age say it's unacceptable. Nobody should be taking an unprotected chair shot. Like, why would you do something that stupid to, to endanger yourself? So a lot.
1: Well, apparently, they were saying that the chair was gimmicked, but it uh, the way it was, uh, the chair shot was delivered. Uh, it uh, the lip of the seat wasn't, and it wrapped around uh, Cody's head and opened a gash in behind his head.
0: Now I want to yeah. ask you, Elio, really quick. You know, and, and you know what? Actually, no. Let's save this for next week's poll. Okay.
1: Okay. Fans
0: okay. in this day and age, no matter what company that you are in. Mm -hmm. should unprotected headshots with chairs be acceptable? No. Now, I want you to think about it before you answer so quick, because we're going to (laughs) let the fans think about it too. Elio probably played his hand here, but you know what? (laughs) Fans, I want you to vote in next week on that poll, and you tell us what you think. Should, in this day and age, should unprotected chair shots be allowed? Okay? Now, this week's poll that we did... uh, Now... (laughs) Speaking of getting a few drinks in me, okay, obviously I was kind of drunk because I forwarded to our our president that our our poll this week was uh, asking fans what was the better show, AEW's Fighter Fest, and I mistakenly put ROH, War of the Worlds, when it should have been... Wait,
1: no wonder wonder I was running low on alcohol this week, this Uh, past weekend. You got into it.
0: I got into it. You know, in Canada, (laughs) there is only two liquor stores, and I pilfered both of them. Okay. All, right. all right and uh, yes i did use an igloo to get ice anyhow um so after skating home now nah, anyway <laughs> anyways it is best in the world not war of the worlds i'm really sorry for uh, i know a few fans uh, poked fun of that and you know what i deserve it i i uh i obviously was not 100 percent thinking when i wrote this down and uh i gotta tell you though folks if any excuse i can have is i watched a Let's say, how would you say this in a very scientific way? I would say a shit ton of wrestling this week. I mean, there was a yeah. lot going on. New Japan had uh, three pa- like three shows going on. We know each of those is four hours. We had a pay-per-view in ROH. We had AEW's pay-per-view. We also had our regular shows that we watched. So it was a fat-packed weekend, including holiday yeah. with, <laughs> with wife and kids. So I've crammed a lot. And like I said, I really apologize for people who uh, uh, thought – you know, why would I call it War of the Worlds? Well, I was obviously being dumb and, and, and I'm not thinking it was best in the world, okay? So anyways, we take a look. At, now, Elio, What yes, is your? Sir. what would you answer? Like, I'll give you my answer first on this. You know, i watched both these pay-per-views and mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say that from a wrestling standpoint, if it was just pure wrestling, Ring of Honor might have edged it a little bit, but I think AEW delivered a bit more funner of a package. You know, there was a lot more fun things going on. And uh, I, I think I'm going to have to give, I'm going to give my vote to AEW. What, what would you say?
1: Yeah, I'm going to say AEW Fighter Fest was, uh, was better because, like, like you just said, um, because I saw Best in the World and that was more wrestling-focused, wrestling-oriented. Um, Fighter Fest delivered more fun and more action.
0: Now, one thing that's kind of worrying me, fans, is you know, ROH has always been this alternative to the WWE, you know, a little more wrestling, a little less, um, mm-hmm. a little less like a comedy, drama, whatever you want to call that stuff, the soap opera. However, AEW here is kind of delivering both at the moment. They're giving you, uh, you know, the kind of silly stuff, but they're also giving you good wrestling. And it makes yep. me wonder if ROH is going to find itself at the end of this left behind or maybe, you know, not being able to keep up at all with these guys because I got to say right now, the ROH product, I mean, except for a few guys who really stand out to me like Jeff Cobb and, uh, mm. and the Briscoes, I'm finding it a little bit, um, a little bit, uh, stale. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's Especially not, last week. it's not exciting. And, uh, and, and that's, I mean, I've loved ROH for so long and and to find uh, that I, it's kind of becoming eh whatever, saddens me. I mean we're not talking it's gotten into the toilet like impact yet, but uh, <laughs> it, it's it's definitely um, I'm finding that I'm not enjoying their show as much as some of the other companies we're, we've been watching and and that's sad because I've always loved Ring of Honor since the beginning, but uh, right. I'm not sure what to think there. Well, anyways, let's get back to this poll. This poll, you know what, fans, you voted. 77% of you said all elite wrestling was definitely the better pay-per-view. Well, wow. only okay. 23% uh, gave the nods up to uh, ROH wrestling. Now, a few of you fans uh, had some comments. You know, Brandon Williams said best in the world, obviously correcting me. Um, I'm not sure if that meant, though, did he find it best in the world was the better <laughs> one? So you know what? Yeah, I, It was nice to correct me, but you sh- maybe should have took the uh, time to answer the question you <laughs> Yeah, you want your hater alert i got a few more that are hating on you on this week uh zach levy said can you at least know that roh show was best in the world can i know sure yeah i know oh, that's, okay that's thanks real, there's uh, and trenton something or other uh, oh he
1: just responded to yeah to thank zach. you for
0: saving me from saying it too okay
1: hater types
0: two. that's too but I, but you know what i deserve it guys you guys are right um <laughs> You know what? I, I I slipped up on that one, and I apologize, but uh, you know what? Screw you both. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back. Our friend Zach Lavelli said, but I give ROH the edge because as great as AEW was, it had to rely on gimmick stipulations <laughs> and pop culture jokes. ROH mm-hmm. brought great in-ring technical matches, all with stakes and good storytelling. Zach, very good point. However, I'm kind of wondering, though, is it just enough? I mean, in this day and age, maybe you kind of need some stimu- you know, gimmick st- stipulations. Maybe you kind of need some pop culture to hit the middle road. Because, I mean, even from our poll, if more than, two, you know, 77%, well, that's like three-quarters of the fans, more than three-quarters yep. of you, yeah. thought AEW was the better show. All right? Um, AG, AJ Rio says, AEW is what the people want. Which right. Zach LaValle once again said, "I agree that they are a necessary change in the wrestling world." But if you're going to ask me which was better this past weekend, I'm going to say ROH Best in the World over AEW spider Fest. And you know what, Zach? Oh. I there was some really good wrestling. I mean, I can't fault you, and that's mm-hmm. definitely a choice and a taste that you have. And um, yep. I, I gotta say, like I said, I've always been a Ring of Honor fan, but lately, you know, I've gotta. It's kind of getting to the point where and i don't know if it's because so many people have gone to wwe and over to to aew that maybe there's just not enough shining going on inside inside of uh, roh to make it as exciting you know
1: like especially what they've been doing with uh Salos young over the past few weeks like with him mocking Jonathan grisham with this uh with this uh El the squid and the squid and like okay yeah. Like, why, why are they doing this to Salas Young? Or why is, he, why is he even doing this?
0: Oh, you know, and you make up a good point. I mean, they've taken a character who was... I thought he had a good enough character being the last real man and doing these things and kind of mm-hmm. making him a bit of a joke. Well, maybe that's their attempt at, at doing, uh, you know, the, the whole soap opera thing we're talking about, but maybe not. But you know what, fans? We want to thank you guys for putting the poll in this week. And like I said, next week's poll, next week's poll, you tell us, in this day and age... Is unprotected chair shots cool or not cool? I don't want to say cool. Is it Should they even be allowed or not? And I'd like to know what you fans think. Tell me. Maybe, you know what? Maybe they add an element to wrestling that you think is cool. Maybe mm-hmm. this day and age, it's just barbaric and ridiculous. You tell me, okay? So let's go on to some of our news for the week, All right. Now, I only oh, okay. have a little bit of news, like I said, and I started and then we got sidetracked again because, you know, we're still hungover and recovering from Canada Day <laughs> celebrations. But I will tell Yo. you, folks, we did talk about the unprotected chair shot. Yes. Cody Rhodes, not yes. a lot of people saying that wasn't very cool. Well, when we look over at uh, some other news we have right now, let's go into MLW. I got some news right there. Apparently, there is a new signing in MLW. Okay. Now, I don't know this guy, but he, he comes with a lot of... Um, you know He's got a little bit of a buzz coming, and I'm hoping him saying his name wrong, mm-hmm. and I think it, it looks like Shinron, and uh, he's trained by A.R. Fox, he has done Chicago in the past, over the last 18 months, and he's been working and living in South America and has become a big star for Chile Lucha Libre. He's also done shows oh, okay. in Mexico, Bolivia, and Peru. It seems MLW is pretty high on him, but you know what? MLW has shown us they've had some great, like some really good results using Luchador wrestlers lately from Mexico and other places. So let's see how that turns out. And sticking in um, in MLW, some other news we have: um, people have been asking about Timothy Thatcher. It seems that he hasn't signed with the company. But it seems like it's almost going to be a thing. They're kind of easing him in there. And uh, they're interested, but no contract yet. Okay. Plus the guy, he's got bookings all over the world, so maybe he's just clearing up his schedule. That could be one of the things. And um, I know uh, for me this isn't such a great deal, but uh, I guess Jimmy Havoc will be returning to a TV taping in, uh, Yeah, in July 25th. <laughs> And uh, the last bit, uh, Ross Von Eric, who's now uh, part of the MLW Umbrella, uh, actually had filmed some scenes for upcoming uh, Dwayne and J- Dwayne Johnson's Fast and Furious spinoff Hobbs and Shaw. So I guess Ross oh, wow. Von Eric is going to be a, a bit of a minor, uh, another wrestler in a, uh, a movie. And, and I think that'll be a wow. big movie, to be honest. Um, I mean, it, I'm not saying it's going to be a hit, but it's definitely a movie with a lot of money behind it.
1: Well, Fast and Furious is
0: a is a huge franchise. It really is. I don't know how the spinoff franchise will go, but hey, maybe it'll hit on those cylinders. We, we know The Rock's funny. You know, uh, let's just see where it goes, okay? Okay. Now, I know that you have for me a rumor that you've been hearing floating around. I do. And it's a big one, and I'd like to hear it because I know it harkens back to something we may not deal with very much these days, but who knows? We may do down now, the actually,
1: arts. I did. I was meaning to ask before we went on the air. Did yes. you watch it uh, this week?
0: No, I did not. I did not watch okay.
1: it. Uh, uh, I don't even... Uh, I did, and let's just say... Hmm, you wish I you don't had? I know. <laughs> 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 but apparently, um, the rumor is that um, as frustrated as Impact Wrestling has been with Pursuit Channel and all their screw-ups... Uh, there. The reports are s- saying that the company is close to signing a very close to signing a deal with Access TV. Wow! Which I- which are, which other pro wrestling companies have found uh, have found a good home with in the past?
0: Well, you know, New Japan is there right now, and they're they're making some yep. great inroads in the U.S. You know what? If that happens and and they up the game, we might have to add Impact back into our rotation of what shows we watch. God, more wrestling. Okay, <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> now, fans, we're gonna go really quickly over the two uh, pay per views this weekend. All right, and mm-hmm. uh, let's start off with. Well, we'll start off with the ROH one. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: <clears throat> or actually, no, no. Actually, I want to actually. Uh, okay, well, let's let's do best in the world first. Okay. Okay. Now we're not. Re- it's not really. We're just gonna go over quickly, and you just tell me quickly if you thought the matches were, you know, the match was good or what you thought about it, really quick. Okay. All right, all right. Okay, our opening match: Rouge defeating Flip Gordon. Um, um, what did you think of this match? Uh,
1: this was, um, this was an okay match. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, uh, the, this was all actually off on the kickoff show.
0: Yeah, that is true
1: that they did, but uh, yeah, um, it was just okay for me.
0: Okay, uh, yeah. I thought it was an okay match. Um, it uh, There was no real foreshadowing it what was going to come later on with one of these mm-hmm. fellows. But uh, Roosh taking the win. Uh, a little bit surprising. I wasn't sure which way they would go with this. I mean, Roosh and Flip Gordon have both been very much pushed by this company. Uh, right. But Roosh getting the shot. He looks good in there. i got to give him that. He's, he's a very talented guy. Flip Gordon still kind of... Sometimes I think he is a little too flippy, if that's not trying to be um, <laughs> rude or whatever. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Dalton Castle defeating Dragon Lee. I found this. Oh. A, I found this a really odd match to begin with.
1: It it was. It, um, I don't know. It, it didn't seem like they chilled uh, very well together. Yeah. This was. Yeah. This was an odd match.
0: One of the things that was nice to see, though, it felt like Del, You know, Dalton Castle wasn't so slow and plodding as he's been for the last little while. It seemed like, you know, Mm -hmm. he kicked it up a notch, and I'll give him that. Maybe that was Dragon Lee. I mean, that dude, if you want to keep up with Dragon Lee, you got to kick it up a notch for sure.
1: Right. (laughs) And on
0: paper, I was really worried that, uh, you know, he was going to run circles around Dalton, because let's face it, Dalton's been, for how long has he been held together with tape? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. but a better match than I thought it would be. But I'm not saying, I don't really think it was that great of a match, to be honest. Okay. All right. Um, Woman of Honor champion Kelly Klein and Jenny Rose losing to Angelina Love <sighs> and Mandy Leon.
1: I don't even ah uh, the allure. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's what you it's what you expected from from this match, you know. Like we already have already seen Angelina Love and mm-hmm. in the ring in the past, so it's just a bit more of the same that we've already seen.
0: Well, you know what. Um, they're definitely not a, definitely a step down from the uh, WWE women's uh, division for sure. Yeah, I like Kelly Klein a lot. Jenny Rose, mm-hmm. I mean, she's serviceable, you know, wrestler. I like Angelina Love. You know, I've always thought she has been a bit underrated as a wrestler, and you know yep. she she does she does what she good. Um, Mandy Leon is that problem where you have an extremely good looking woman who is extremely mm-hmm. limited in her wrestling. She's okay. a great character. But she's not much of a wrestler. I'm going to give her that. Okay, she definitely needs some work. I'm not saying she's horrible, but she definitely needs to work on timing and, and some of some of her aspects. You know? Right. Okay. Now this part. Oh man. Kenny Uh-oh. King defeats Jay Lethal in the best of three match three.
1: Man. How I? Uh, uh, how is Kenny, Kenny King?
0: King.
1: Ugh. I didn't just no how. I don't know. I really expected um.
0: Jay to put this crap to rest. Yeah, seriously. I mean,
1: Uh, wait. How many? How many uh, matches did uh, Kenny King win? All of them, or so
0: far? No, no. It was. It was. They each won won, one. Oh no, it was
1: one one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was Best of Uh, three. I I just wish uh, King would have. I mean, just wish Lethal would have put an end to it.
0: Yeah, I. I, You know, we've talked a lot. We've never been the biggest Kenny King fans, and God, I was hoping it wasn't going to go this way. You know, Jay Leaf yep. has got to be the ultimate team player. That's for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, now, here's something we haven't seen in a long time. And this is definitely, you know, uh, going out to the fans who love solid wrestling. It was a pure mm-hmm. rules match, which ROH used to have a uh, pure rules division for a long time. I'm not oh, sure. Okay, are, you familiar, are you familiar with the pure uh, the pure division? No,
1: what I, used to do? I've just recently started watching ROH. We used to get it here like... Off and on, like, for a while and then uh, on Sunday nights. But then this disappeared from television.
0: Okay, well, you know what? Uh, the pure rules tend to be they're, – they're a little bit different. You're only allowed uh, X amount of – I think it's, like, three rope breaks. Which mm-hmm. means if you use up your two or three breaks, right, when you go to right. use – if you try and, like, you get trapped in a hole and you try and use the break again, the referee ignores it. You only have a set amount oh. of things. And it's got a – you know, it's designed to make people – really wrestle and really work out of stuff instead of just, you know, breaking holds. And so, you know, it's strategy too. you. I mean, you may be in a hold and you may not want to use your rope break until you're Mm -hmm. exhausted. You know, you may want to try and strategize and fight out of stuff. So I used to like it. Uh, Fans, I don't know. You know, fans kind of dropped out of it for a while, but I think it was a good platform for this match where Jonathan Gresham, and we talked about Silas Young continuing this whole ridiculous squid thing for a while. Uh, Jonathan Gresham gets the win here, and um, you know what? Uh, This is the kind of match that's made for him, but I don't know how many others are really going to want to do these kind of pure matches. I mean, the pure thing was tried, and it went the way of the dino, man. So, I'm not... Yeah, (laughs) yeah. All right. Um, next, NWA champion uh, Nick Aldis. Now he was supposed to be uh, teamed with uh, NWA national champion Eli. Um, sorry, uh, Cole Cabana, but Colt Cabana but, was injured coming into this. So yo, Eli Drake was the fill-in. Elio Drake. Eli, here, not Elio. Di- not Elio. It's Eli. <laughs> you can get your head in gear here, man. Don't you get all egotistical on me? <laughs> So Eli Drake, Nick Aldis, taking on the Briscoe brothers, ends up being just a schmoz fight where everyone's beating the crap out of each other. And uh, it was okay, I guess, you know, for plunder-type matches, but... I guess I, you know, I still wonder why in the hell we're watching NWA guys on ROH. But
1: I really don't know. I don't understand this whole NWA deal that's going on with ROH.
0: And okay, now this is where things got really boring for me. Shane Taylor putting the ROH TV belt up against Bandito. Um, well,
1: Shane Taylor is boring.
0: Uh, however, Bandito actually power slammed him. How did he get that much weight in the air? Is beyond me. But wow, Shane Taylor. Uh, it was an okay match, but uh, mm-hmm. Bandito looked good, you know. But like I said, it's Shane Taylor. All right, the ROH six man titles. Um, Villain Enterprises putting their belts up against Mark Haskins, Tracy Williams, and PJ Black, who we finally, after how many weeks, have confirmed is part of Lifeblood. Um, <laughs> yep. Villain Enterprises wins.
1: Uh, you and, know, anytime uh, PCO is in the ring, it's gonna be good.
0: PCO love this dude, man. Love this dude <laughs> now. <laughs> They had a little thing. We don't really talk too much about uh, in between stuff, but Flip Gordon comes out, and um, mm-hmm. Lifeblood offers him a T-shirt, and, and you oh. know, and asks Damn. him to, to to join. And uh, lights go out. Marty Skrull comes on, starts talking about his new acquisition into Villain Enterprises, and boom, uh, Flip Gordon attacks the guys in uh, in Lifeblood, and is revealed to be the newest member of Villain Enterprises. So this is an interesting twist. Now Flip Gordon's so, going to be the bad guy, I guess. So I'm conf-
1: okay. I'm I'm confused. Like, there are weeks I'm confused about Villain Enterprises, if they're heels or faces, because... Yeah, uh, that's exactly confusing.
0: It is. They're, they're heels.
1: Are they heels?
0: They're supposed to be heels, but, I mean, they do also... But
1: everyone loves PCO. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a very confusing thing, and... I, you know, you gotta wonder about that. How long how long can you keep PCO in this group if they're trying to be villains, and PCO is so loved by people, you know? How <laughs> right. long do you keep them in there? So, uh, well, we're gonna see, like, does... and, and is it that much... If, if they're such tweeners, and who mm-hmm. seem to, like, glide more onto being faces, it makes you mm-hmm. wonder, does that mean anything this Flip Gordon... Is this even a bad move? Like you know, it's it's you're right. It's a little confusing that line. Um, I'm not sure what to think of that because Flip, if they were such an evil group, the betrayal by Flip Gordon would seem more. But they're not an evil group, so are they? Are I don't know. You're right. It's confusing. Good match. (laughs) Moving on to the main event. This is why we drink. This is why we drink. Yeah.
1: To to make logic out and find logic here.
0: <laughs> now Matt Taven putting the ROH title against Jeff Cobb. I like both these guys, and this was a pretty good yep. match. But mm-hmm. man, Jeff deserves to be the champion, and he did not win it this time. Uh, you know, but there was
1: no cheating from Matt Taven. Yeah, he he you, he he literally won it like without having to like resort to cheating.
0: Yeah, so like w- yeah. <laughs> which is confusing too because now you know like you've taken uh jeff cobb who was totally undefeated coming into this he's been a monster for everything and a totally good guy for the fans matt taven who's still kind of the arrogant delusional jerk yet he wins totally clean and this makes taven look good but what does that make jeff cobb look like a little bit confusing there fans i, I i'm hoping that it doesn't fans don't uh think well wow. Well, Cobb couldn't get it done against, you know, he's good against everyone, but when the championship comes up, he can't win it. I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I've known Jeff Cobb for a long time, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that uh, this is just step one in his quest to take out Matt Taven. All right. And let's go now and take a quick look at uh, Fighter Fest. All right? Okay. All right. Yeah, we're going to skip all the pre-show stuff, and we're okay. going to go right into the actual show. Okay? Opening match, SEMA defeating Christopher Daniels. Fun match, okay. Seema. I haven't seen him for a, quite a while. Actually, it's been years since I saw him in uh, ROH, mm-hmm. which he was in for a while. Uh, Christopher Daniels, man, for a guy who's been <coughs> wrestling as long as he has, he looks so good in there. Like when he starts wrestling, it is just like Yo. the man is like water. He's so fluid in his movement. It, it's 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 that's a kind of thing that great experience teaches you. But then sometimes injury can get you out of it. But he just he's at a peak right now, and it's too bad that you know. His age probably will not let him get looked at by WWE or, you know. But then, hey, he's in AEW here and he's making money now. So, Yep. (laughs) So, you know, good on him. The winner ends up being Sima. Very good match. Uh, No cheating or no, you know, ridiculous crap here. They actually hug each other at the end of the match, Mm -hmm. which was kind of cool. All right, the next match. Yuka Shizeki versus Rio versus Nyla Rose. Now, Nyla Rose... uh, Talk about confusing! Um, the first real transgender pushed wrestler, um, who is a, a man transitioning to a woman, uh, mm-hmm. definitely dominates this match most of the time. Um, just slapping around S- S- Sakazaki. Oh man, I can't even say the name tonight. Sakazaki, Sakazaki and Rio. Uh, Rio, by the way, is going full time into AEW. She's uh, oh, finished okay. all her commitments in Japan. Um, right. In the end, Rio wins. And uh, it Mm -hmm. comes down to that old thing of where the big monster heel spends too much time gloating about how tough she is that she lets the the victory slip away. So we definitely will be seeing more of uh, the Rose. Uh, Maybe she's going to have to be a little more focused to try and win. Next match, really fun. Um, MJF versus Jimmy Havoc versus Adam Page versus Jungle Boy with your favorite wrestler of mass luchador, Luchasaurus. And this time I know I'm not mistaken because I know you like Luchasaurus. No, you're not
1: mistaken. I, I like Luchasaurus. Yeah, <laughs> I like him a lot
0: too. Great match here. A four way to determine um, <laughs> what were they determining? <laughs> Anyways, as a four way match, and uh, I gotta say, I I, you know, as much as MJF can piss you off in other places, there's just times <laughs> where he just he is such a good heel that you love to hate, but can and back up his stuff, and and I really like that about him.
1: Little E. W. Sorry? Another E W star that another A E W star that was in the in the crowd uh, during this match was Kip Sabian. This uh, this uh, leads to a match that they're gonna have at Fight for the Fallen with Kip Sabian versus Adam Page.
0: That's right, and, and it's gonna be Adam Page because you know, like Adam Page wins this, and uh, you know, um, fun match. Adam Page mm-hmm. being very dominant. MJF looking really good. <laughs> Jimmy Havoc. Well, at least he wasn't gross this <laughs> week. And Jungle Boy, who I haven't seen too much of, I, you know, he had me interested. So I found it a fun match. This, of course, will lead up to Adam Page taking on Kip Sabian, as we said, at fight for the Fallen.
1: Um, I have a question: How was Jimmy Havoc in this match? Did he do any of this crazy stuff?
0: No, nah, not too much. Not not too. Not not the hardcore crap, really. <laughs> um, you know, it, for, for him, it was subtle. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. There, there was no heavy duty stapling or you know, <laughs> those kind of ridiculousness. Um, next match. Uh, a time limit draw between Cody and Darby Ooh, Allen. Yes. Now, Darby Allen, um, I've heard lots about this guy. I haven't got to mm-hmm. see much of him. Um, he's a smaller guy. He takes brutal, brutal beatings. He gives out some brutal stuff, but man, that guy <laughs> takes a lot of crap. Yeah, I've
1: uh, seen, Cody I've seen good. this guy. I Went just, to a time limit yep.
0: draw, which was kind of nice. And uh, <laughs> it's afterwards, I guess, is where the more the news came out, where um, Sean yeah. Spears comes out. Hits Cody in the head with a, a chair and and cuts him badly, folks. It was it was pretty pretty rank. Right. And uh, you know, uh unfortunately the only thing that I didn't like about that is they spent all this time building up Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. And he he stays with Cody, does this match with Cody, then he just disappears after the, the draw and it's all about Sean Spears. And it's like oh, everyone's wow, forgotten I'm, him now. So wow. that's not cool. Uh next match, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks defeating Pentagon Jr., Ray Phoenix, and the Laredo Kid. Now, this was as crazy as you can imagine it, folks. It was high intensity. The Young Bucks doing their super kick party. Kenny Omega (laughs) just in there tearing it up. And the Lucha Brothers, man, looking great. Laredo Kid, I don't know a lot about, but he he was pretty good in here. In the end, um, just like in old Japan days, Omega uses the V-trigger, boom, and the One-Wing Angel, and he wins. Um, Good match. Uh, really fun probably one of the I'm gonna say it was my favorite match of the entire night um now with the main event and this is where things get a little rough for me folks okay Joey Janella taking on John moxley the former um, Dean Ambrose in a
1: right
0: a hardcore anything goes match and it had everything goes I mean there was like thumbtacks and barbed wire uh, uh, and I that stuff just doesn't do it for me, folks. I, I, I was not impressed by the end of this. John Moxley gets the win. I don't want to see somebody's foot thrown into thumbtacks, and you know. Yeah, I know.
1: This is this isn't nineteen ninety eight. This is like twenty nineteen. That stuff's just not cool today.
0: Yeah, I mean, when it first happened back in the day, it was like exciting and different, and oh wow. Yeah. Now we realize how disgusting and 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 painful this kind of stuff is, and. Um, this is the only thing for me that I didn't really like about this pay-per-view was definitely this match, and it's sad that it was the main event and they closed it out. And you know, but all in all, it was fun, and I picked this one just on a slight edge of over uh, over best in the world because um, it was a little funner, you know.
1: Well, well, yeah, going going through the second the matches were definitely a lot more fun and enjoyable than our uh, ROH.
0: Well, you know what, folks. Um, we're going to go quickly. I'm going to go quickly over this stuff. We've kind of gone a, a little bit of time because of the thing. Um, let's, I wanted to announce this week and, and to go really quickly over some New Japan stuff. And
1: okay.
0: first of all, New Japan was down in Australia. They're currently on a tour in Australia. And uh, some of the big things, mostly involves an Australian wrestler uh, were the big parts of it. Uh, Will Osprey defending his title against Robbie Eagles in what was a, just a really mm-hmm. good match. I mean, uh, if you fans haven't got a chance to see it, uh, check it out. It was in their Melbourne show. Uh, it was not the main event, but it was one of the. It was definitely the best match of the night. Then the next night, uh, a bunch of you know, none of the stuff was really too. Uh, Dependent on going into the G one or anything that have much ramifications, except for uh, the next night there was a match between the Bullet Club and Chaos, and Will Ospreay being a part of Chaos and uh, Robbie Eagles being a part of our uh, Bullet Club, and they had just fought fought the night before. During the match, Jay White and the Bullet Club kind of beat down Chaos. Uh, Jay White gets out a chair and tells Robbie Eagles to attack. to attack Will Ospreay with the chair, he refuses and then lays out the Bullet Club with the chair and with the help of the rest of Chaos and officially joins Chaos. So, okay, I was Eagle... to
1: figure what happened there? Okay,
0: yeah. so Robbie Eagles joining Chaos. I kind of saw this coming. We saw all the dis- dissension between him and Al Fantasma. I thought for sure they were going to go at it sometime sooner. Um, right. but instead, you know what? He's had enough of Bullet Club. Robbie Eagles moves over to uh, Chaos. Should be interesting, because, hey, yeah. didn't we have, uh you know, we've had, like, uh what's his name, Jay White pull the same crap where he was over in Chaos and moved over to Bullet Club, so <laughs> yeah kind of balances out the things. Now, fans, the G1 tournament is coming up. We talked last week about uh bracket A. We're going to talk really quickly about bracket B, because there are some interesting people in here, and it is coming up soon. It'll be starting okay. next week sometime, so I think it's the 9th or something like that, so... We don't have a lot of time to go over stuff, but, um, oh man, you know what? We are running pretty t- low on time here. I'm, I'm thinking maybe we just, we skip it for another time?
1: No, no, the G1's coming up soon. I'm going to, I have the list in front of me. I'm going to name off a couple of the guys and uh, Legend, you okay. tell us what you Okay, think yeah, you're right. You know what, the,
0: the G1 is too important. Let, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll go over it really quick, folks. Go ahead. So the first name on the list is Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Now, Jeff Cobb has definitely been on a roll. He is a big man. He's bigger than a lot of the guys in this tournament. He's definitely well skilled. I'm going to have to put him at the top, near the top of uh, finishing this block.
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with that because I'm, as we all know, I'm a big fan of Jeff Cobb as well.
0: Okay. Who else we got?
1: Then we have Hiroki Goto.
0: Hiroki Goto. Hiroki Goto, I think, will do what he does most years. He'll have a few wins, mostly. You know, he could do half and half, and I figure he'll finish in the mid thing. I don't think he's a threat for this year's G1. Yeah, he'll do well.
1: He'll finish in the mid, mid card. Then we have a Tomohiro
0: Ishii. Tomohiro Ishi. Mm. Wow. You know, he's a current um, uh, never champion. Um, I see yep. him doing well, but once again, he's been the perennial guy who just never gets the giant push he never gets the giant wins he does well for minor belts i don't see mm-hmm. him i don't see him winning the g1 i don't see him even finishing the top two or three guys in this in this standing
1: okay then we have john moxley
0: john moxley um i think he's going to be an attraction i think they're going to give him some spots and some things but to be honest i I think he's going to get himself maybe disqualified, maybe um, like in his matches. I don't mean overall in the tournament. Yeah. Um, I think in the end he's going to do okay, but I don't okay. think he's going to be also in the top. I don't see him finishing in the finals. Sorry.
1: Now, I have a question. What do you think about about this guy? I mean, like uh, when he first left the WWE, uh, there was all this talk about him. Where is he Where is he going to go? And like how is he going to do outside of the company? Well, you know what? So you think you, you think the novelties uh, were off with him?
0: Um, I hope not. Um, mm. I wasn't a big fan of the hardcore thing, you know, over the weekend. Um, right. That distracted me from what I thought he did really well when he came in and won the U.S. I mean, he is the uh, New Japan uh, U.S. United States champion. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I said, um, man, there—he's got a lot riding on him, you know. Like I know he's allowed to compete in Japan. But you know, we went over the fact mm-hmm. that when it comes to like the United States, he can't compete for other companies other than uh, AEW. So mm-hmm. that makes okay. that makes him a little bit problematic uh, winning okay. a giant tournament like this. So I'm going to say that he'll do okay. He won't do super great. I can see him finishing right. maybe third or fourth in the B the B block. Okay. Then we have Tetsu and Aido. Naito, he's definitely on a roll. He is definitely the dark horse. You know what? I'm going to pick Naito right now to win Block B. think. i I'm going with
1: Naito too. I I like Naito.
0: I like him. He's good. I don't like his spitting. Okay? He (laughs) spits at people. Sorry, fans. It's not cool whoever you are to spit at anyone. That's just juvenile (laughs) crap. Okay? Next. We're looking at you, Sammy. (laughs) Yeah. We're not trying to look at you, Sammy. By the way, we heard you. What, what, What was he? Oh, was he a goat fucker? Yeah, okay, anyways, going (laughs) on, going on, going on.
1: Next up is uh, Juice Robinson.
0: Juice Robinson, eh, I don't really, you know, he's an okay mid-carder to me, but I don't see him as a main event guy, and I don't think he's going to, he may, last year he had a tremendously bad G1. I mean, he finished in the bottom of his bracket, and I think he'll be just a tiny bit better this year.
1: Okay, and uh, next we have? The resident opera singer
0: Tai Chi. Tai Chi. <laughs> tai Chi equals Kenny King. <laughs> equals Shane Taylor. <laughs> equals a steaming pile no, of crap. No. This yeah. guy
1: definitely not. No. No,
0: He's, no, no. I he is going to finish last in Block. Yes. That's my thing. I be, there's no way he gets victories, man. This guy's terrible. Tai Chi bought. Next.
1: The next one is uh, one guy that I'm actually going to pick to finish in in Block B, Shingo Takagi.
0: Ooh, Shingo, yeah. Man, went undefeated in the uh, Super Junior Tournament until he got to the finals. Uh, Strong, big man, definitely fits in the heavyweights. You know, I could see him coming in second. I'm going to place him, as my bet, as second. I see Naito winning the Block and Shingo coming in at second.
1: Okay, and uh, next we have Jay White.
0: Jay White. Wow, Jay White, what do you do with this guy? You know, he was a champion a little while ago. Now he just yep. floats around. He's a perennial bad mm-hmm. guy. Um, I don't see him winning this block.
1: No.
0: I see him upsetting a few people. I see him doing some dirty things with Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. I see him finishing in the, like in the mid-range in this tournament.
1: And the last name on the list for
0: Block B is Toriano. <laughs> Toriano, okay. <laughs> you have to be smoking... Massive amounts of crack. If you think Toriano is going to win the G One, he is not going to win the G One. He is, but he is going to finish ahead of Tai Chi. I mean, that's a given. Um, he'll have a few spoiler wins. He always does. He usually knocks somebody big off for a, a, a match. You know, he'll be okay. like he'll be the one who'll beat like Naido out of nowhere, or you know, or Shingo. Hi, okay, there's my weird pick. I d- I say he one of the few victories he gets will be over Shingo. Okay. Oh no! Okay. I mean, he every year he'd beat like Bad Luck Fale out of nowhere. This year it's going to be Shingo, so uh, he's not going to win, folks. He'll be in the bottom. Uh, great wrestler, he's funny, but uh, he's just not good enough to be at the top of this this tournament.
1: I'm so not a fan of Bad Luck Fale.
0: Yeah, me neither. He's a, he's yeah. He's just big. Okay, so is that our <laughs> new Japan wrap up?
1: That is our new Japan wrap up. Okay, it's uh, Block
0: B. Folks, we went a lot longer so far in this than we want. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to zip through our three shows. I was going to do uh, an uh, show you a five minute interview <laughs> I had with Teddy Hart. We are going to bump that to next week. Uh, we don't want to over drag the show, but next week mm-hmm. there, there's no pay per view scheduled this week, so we should be able to get through uh, a lot quicker. And uh, so, just forgive us for this next week. Teddy Hart, really fun interview I had with him. Not psychotic Teddy Hart this time, a very gracious (laughs) and slightly concussed Teddy Hart. Uh, Folks, we're taking a break now, and we will see you when we uh, get back.
1: Hello, this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar & Elbow brand. Go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar & Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more! And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness!
0: This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Hey fans, we are back. It's just time of the show where we uh, take a look at our three regular shows we watch every week. We watch NXT UK we watch MLW Fusion And we watch the ROH Weekly Show We're going to talk about each of them See which one uh, And we started writing down last week Who we thought was the best uh, thing We started officially now trying yes, to determine which one And we're going to see how they do this week All right. And uh, why don't you start us off with Elio with NXT UK
1: Alright so NXT UK this week uh, Came to us again from Derby England At the Download Festival And we kick things off with Mark Andrews defeating Joseph Connors in the opening match. Now, I'm not a fan of Joseph Connors. I just don't get this guy. I don't get him either. I'm going to say that right right off. I just, this match, uh, it was just okay. But it was a lot better than last week's opener.
0: Well, you know what? Well, the only problem I had with this match is... Um, you realize how small Mark Andrews really is.
1: You yeah, know, Joseph Connors is. made him look like
0: a very young teenager in there. and yep. uh, He's talented, but when he has such discrepancy in sizes... And guys who aren't like... I mean, Joseph Connors isn't terrible. I don't understand him a lot. I don't get where he Mm. comes from. But he's not terrible. (laughs) And so, as a result, it just looks so kind of oddly lopsided. Yeah. You know? All right. Go on.
1: Okay. Then we have the... We have the Hunt talking to the D-Master, whatever. The Grizzled Young Veterans with their promos. Next. Then we have a Piper (laughs) niven real Ripley video. The next match is Zia Brookside defeating Killer Kelly
0: yeah um hmm. killer kelly that she's the poor girl that ever, she's like natalia now you know every yeah. time she comes out you know she's losing you know uh zaya brookside um i'm not sure what i think of zaya brookside i mean she's okay um, right? yeah I, I i prefer you know they have another girl who's at almost a carbon copy of her floating around nxt uk called cotton candy who i actually candy floss. your candy floss yeah candy floss sorry <laughs> cotton candy candy
1: floss
0: (laughs) she's so sweet anyways no. um you're still at the ice cream parlor yeah yeah but uh (laughs) candy floss i don't know i find her more interesting than zaya brookside i think if zaya brookside wasn't last name brookside we'd probably Mm -hmm. be more talking about uh candy floss than we would be her so she's okay i don't see her getting very far and i definitely don't see her standing up to rhea ripley which is something that they've been kind of intimidating so i'm not i don't see that happening
1: now, now Tony Storm again with her promos, and again she used that word for the championship, the shiny, shiny.
0: You know what? You know, it's growing on me, buddy. It's growing on <laughs> me. It's just like Champa was, uh, you know, gloating over his belt all the time. Goldy, I kind of like Goldy.
1: it. Goldy. okay, yeah, 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 okay. I'm
0: kind of digging it. I'm sorry, Tony Storm. Sometimes a rough promo, but you know she's getting better all the time.
1: Then we had like defeating Noam Dar, and um, Kenny Williams came out during this match and distracted Dar. Who asked for the steel chair? But King uh, William's wouldn't give it to him, allowing Laguerro to pick up the win.
0: Laguerro getting a uh, a victory. Noam Dar, I'm surprised. You know, it's almost seems like they're not sure what to do with Noam Dar. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's really talented. Right. I'm not sure if I like the kind of direction they're going with him right now. Um, Laguerro, yeah. I mean, Laguerro is your bid card guy. You know, Noam Dar, I think has a better potential.
1: He's just there. And you know what? I'm not even going to... I am I don't even care about that stupid mask anymore. It's just whatever. It's just yeah, there.
0: It's just there. Exactly. <laughs> and then in the main
1: event, we had Walter defending the UK Championship against Travis Banks. And uh, we all expected Walter... Uh, of course, we all expected this outcome. Walter defeating Banks.
0: Yeah. I don't think even Banks' mother really thought that, <laughs> <laughs> that he had a chance against <laughs> Walter. Um... The Kiwi Crusher gets crushed. <laughs> uh, he put up a better fight than I thought he would, but let's face it. Walter is the dominating guy right now. He's so much bigger. I mean, Banks isn't even that big. And I was even surprised that Banks made it to be the the guy to get this shot. So, you know, good job on you, Banks. But, like, Walter is definitely a guy they're going to be marketing around for a while.
1: Okay. And Over- uh, that's your NXT UK for the week.
0: What did you think overall of the show? What would you give You know, me? It's the,
1: the, this week's show, I'm going to have to go with a B because it wasn't as bad as last week's. Last week's, I didn't enjoy it as much.
0: I agree. I'm going to have to go with a B, too, because I thought it was. It had some dumb stuff, but it also had mm-hmm. some interesting stuff. Um, rather balanced. So, yeah, let's give it a middle-of-the-road B.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Next, we're going to move on to MLW Fusion. All right?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. This was awesome.
0: There was some cool stuff in here and some weird stuff. And Okay. Uh, right off the bat... <laughs> Uh, we got a whole bunch of Contra threatening, uh, it just really seems like a lot of Contra lately, I gotta give them that, they're really pushing the crap this, out of this, these guys. This
1: was a Contra themed show, like every, every, every I don't segment, know how many, uh, they had the Contra logo.
0: Yeah, how many times did that, oh, that guy doing the weird, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, um, Contra comes out, uh, they talk about how they're gonna beat up poor, uh, um tom lawler and that uh mm-hmm. Sa- joseph Samuels is gonna you know th- tenderize him so that fatu can win the belt uh, okay it makes no uh, sense to me why he wouldn't want to win the belt himself but okay um first match adam brooks taking on austin aries austin aries mm-hmm. man did austin aries look old he looked like he <laughs> aged a lot in the last okay it wasn't just me then
1: because i was looking at him like Wait, what did Austin Aries do first of all with that hair? And then he, his beard's all grown
0: out. He looks completely different. What did he do, Elio? He fell in a sleep chamber and <laughs> aged 50 years. Holy frick, he looked old. Um, and, you know, I was surprised. When I, you know, when they tell you, oh, the, the debuting Austin Aries will face, and then they throw some guy, like throw Adam Brooks, who we've never seen, who was also making his debut. Your first thought is, oh, man, this is a squash match, you know? But surprisingly... Yeah, Adam,
1: Brooks did, Adam Brooks did something here.
0: Yeah, he actually put on a pretty uh, impressive show. The Australian... He uh,
1: he, go ahead. He delivered a cutter from the rope, springboard cutter off the ropes.
0: Yeah, you know, he really did some interesting things. And both guys actually look pretty good in here. Um, Austin Aries looked a little slower, a little bit older. But he definitely yep. still had his mannerisms and his moves. And it'll be interesting. <laughs> uh, I like the promo he did afterwards where... Uh, he talked about, you know, he, he was saying how, you know, Teddy Hart, everyone says Teddy Hart's an asshole. Uh, wait till they see how much of an asshole I am. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I wouldn't
1: see that match.
0: And folks, uh, you know, I, I <laughs> it seems strong language was the thing of the night. I mean, they had a little bit of thing where they had, um, you know, we made a reference to this earlier. They had a thing where that the horrible, horrible Casey uh, goes to interview Selena De La Renta, and Selena, the first thing she refers to as Sammy Callahan being a goat fucker. <laughs> right I'm
1: so glad, so glad I wasn't drinking. What did she? say? I bad? actually
0: was, and I spit my drink out because I did not expect that. <laughs> oh my lord! And you know what? Is this the new trend? Because you know what they had? Uh, they called uh, they they use goat fucker um, over on uh, was it on Raw where they had uh, Corey Graves said, "Holy shit!" This week on national yep. television. Yep. Folks, this might be the can of worms now of like opening swears on commentary. I guess I don't know. <laughs> the goat fucker makes me laugh. <laughs> and if any wrestler was a goat fucker, it's Sammy Callahan.
1: <laughs> no, I'll, wait, wait. I'll take the I'll take the language over the chair shots any day.
0: That is true. And let's face it, folks. It kind of feels like we're putting poor goats down by saying saying that Sammy <laughs> Callahan's a goat fucker. Because really, what goat's gonna willingly? You know he's gonna have to grab Velcro gloves, push it over a fence or something like that. But uh, anyhow, (laughs) Uh, they had some really lame uh, Dynasty little thing, which was kind of dumb. Was showing. And that was like uh,
1: that was like the lines of the H two promos.
0: Well, and how how dumb is Richard Holiday? (laughs) Well, why does he need to help her with her nail? Because you are definitely a, a retard. (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, I didn't. Folks, I didn't mean that in the the sense of putting down people with mental challenges. I just meant he. They treat him like he is so stupid, yet he's the successful businessman, yep. and he misses every subtle cue. I mean, jeez. Why do you think? Anyways, I'm not going to go why he was helping her, but anyways, <laughs> uh, they talk about. Sa- we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. Savio Vega coming soon mm-hmm. into yep. uh, MLW. Uh, we see a horrible squash match between. Uh, Jacob Fatu destroying Ariel Dominguez and Sam Black.
1: Yeah. Well, I know Ariel Dominguez. I didn't
0: know the other guy. Uh, he might as well have been jobber number seven because <laughs> he took a beating. That's all they did. They took a beating. It was okay. such a short match. Okay. And then they all run out. Contra runs out, attacks everybody. Uh, they Yeah, the usual nonsense. Um, then, okay, I finally, I really love this promo. Mance Warner, man, you are the man. Mm-hmm. How he can take a good old boy country hit character and still give you that sense of danger and the sense of coolness, Mads pulls that off. This was a really fun promo for him. Uh talking about him going after Selena's company, you know? Uh, he he had the funny jokes in there, but the threats and the full bit, and <laughs> keep it in character. And you know what? When he when he turns that hat around. Hey, he gets serious. serious.
1: <laughs> when he puts on the beer, he gets serious. And by the way, after he's done, he's going to mow the lawn.
0: Yes, that was funny as hell. He's standing. <laughs> there's this horrible field behind him. And he goes, well, then I guess I'll have to cut the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It was good. Uh, finally, the main event. Um, Tom Lawler taking on Joseph Samuel in a non-title match. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh, man, I, I don't even know where to start with this. Um yeah. I don't like Joseph Samuel at the best of times. Um, right. It seemed like he went pretty well. Like, they've had him such a coward every time Lawler's around. Mm-hmm. Yet, in this match, he he was like, he had a good amount of offense in there. He um, brought
1: the spike at the end,
0: though. Yeah, he after. brings out the spike, which is almost like a knife, <laughs> and he drives it into the turnbuckle. And uh, Lawler, <laughs> however, gets disqualified for pushing <clears throat> the ref. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So, yeah, you know, and meanwhile, they have this, uh, they cut to, in the back, the Von Eriks fighting, mm-hmm. uh, the rest of Contra. Now, I don't know if you ca- caught this, but, uh, they show Fatu fighting one of the Von Erics and then they show the other Von Eric fighting someone, but you can't see who it is at all. They never show mm-hmm. you. You're supposed to pretend it's Simon Grimm, but it's not. Well, probably not. I mean, they would have showed us his face, right? So, that was a bit of a cheap out, um... Makes you wonder, you know, was that even shot at the same time? Because if you noticed, uh, I mean, I I never understand why Simon Grimm only comes out sometimes with Contra. Yeah,
1: I don't understand it.
0: And if you watch their video where they're doing the recap of the, uh, like, you know, that thing they always say, they got the guy going, "Ah," they have all the little things, right? And they show the names and it always goes, Joseph Samuel, Fatou, it never says Simon Grimm. Wow. I just noticed that this week. I'm like, hey, how come his name never comes (laughs) up on there? He's supposed to be a member. He's only ever in half the vignettes and half the things. I have no idea what is maybe his contract status isn't big enough with them. I don't know. But Mm. makes you think "Eh." overall, I would give this show this week uh, I'm gonna give it a B plus. It was just a little bit better than XTUK. UK. It had some terrible stuff. You know, no, actually I'm gonna change it to an A because Goatfucker. Advanced Order made me laugh.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, uh, those two alone made this show because oh, I was dying when that when I heard that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Anyhow, uh, moving on. Let's do the last show we got. ROH. Okay. Roll it down, baby. ROH this
1: week, we open up with PCO versus Mark Briscoe. <laughs> now... <laughs> you, know, you know what i love about pco is first of all the fans of him like they were they kept chanting pco throughout the match and then i just love when he when he gets hit he just stands there looks and smiles
0: i love pco i love the ridiculous things like sometimes he'll jump out of the wrong side of the ring when the guy's on the <laughs> other and land on the floor and um now what was
1: conf- what was confusing about this was i didn't know if this uh, what kind of match this was because it started with PCO and Mark Briscoe, but then uh, both Briscoes were there, and apparently they said something about no no disqualification.
0: Yeah, you know. So and I the, wasn't
1: sure what was going
0: on. And there's also the point you brought up is how okay, who's the good guys and bad guys? Because the Briscoes have been portrayed as nothing but bad guys. Villain right. Enterprises is supposed to be bad guys, <laughs> but PCO, who's totally loved, is being jumped by them. So it's yep. it's a little bit confusing. It's very confusing. Overall, the match and then was okay. We had,
1: yeah. Then we had a tag team match. Bully Ray and Shane Taylor defeating Coast to Coast.
0: Oh, God. Four people I could not care less about.
1: <laughs> this match brought it down.
0: Yeah. Next. I don't want to talk about and, uh,
1: it. And then in the main event, it was Jeff Cobb defeating Mark Haskins with uh, Tour of the Islands.
0: Um, I don't think for one moment anyone really thought that haskins had a chance here
1: right um having being haskins started had a chance
0: yeah yeah uh jeff cobb is just too dominant right now and uh haskins isn't really that big and uh Mm
1: -hmm.
0: he's okay it was an okay match um i don't think it was a great main event match for this show and i think that's i think you know we look at these shows we've been talking you know we talked about the fighter fest stuff we talked about aew then we talk about roh and you know there wasn't a lot of really actually fun stuff in this week's. I mean, we look at MLW, we laughed because between all the matches, there was a few things that were kind of funny, you know? Right. But can you say that about ROH?
1: <laughs> no. And I mean, that, this tag team match just, like, brought the show down. It opened up with a solid match with PCO, and then, just, like, after the tag team match... It...
0: Right. And then to finish it off at the main event that that would... I'd like to think that the main events they show you on shows would be the actual almost a main event where you would go to a place and they're like, "Yeah, that's a thing." But as much as I like Jeff Cobb, him fighting Mark Haskins is not a main event anywhere. <laughs> no, you know, <clears throat> even in Mark Haskins' hometown. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to give this week's uh, I'm going to give it a B minus. So yeah, this
1: one's this one's going to be a B minus um, for me.
0: All right. So how does that put our standings for the week? Do you have last week's? Who won last so week? So let's
1: see. Last week, let me just bring the results of last week's up. Okay. Here we had NXT was in first place. Ooh. Then we had MLW in second and ROH in third.
0: Okay, so in this week it looks like we have MLW in first, NXT Mm -hmm. in second, and ROH third. So that's three weeks in a row. Um, I'm thinking the best way for us to keep track of these points is we'll give two points for the winner. One point for okay. second place and zero points for third place. So as we stand now, folks, we're probably tied. I would think uh, with uh, MLW and uh, NXT UK are probably tied at two points each or three points each. And ROH, the big uh, goose egg over two weeks. Wow!
1: Now, and that's just that, and, like you were saying. That that's just sad because, like you were saying, you really enjoy ROH. Yeah. Just do
0: I? And let's face it, though, fans. If we were still watching Impact, I'm pretty sure Impact would be the zero winner in most of this. <laughs> we're not saying that roh is terrible by any means we're just saying it's just not as strong and entertainingly fun as the other two shows are at the moment right all right so you know what it's that time of the day where we dig into the um the list get out the get our sorry get out my book of shame and uh i don't (coughs) think i have anyone to add this week but i know you do
1: I do and actually before we do that yeah. um, no, the guys who were at wPOV were uh, we're still wondering where Miguel Cole is
0: Miguel Cole. apparently
1: uh, apparently we just got updates about uh, his whereabouts
0: Yeah, you're right I just got I got a message too over the RCMP thing uh, go ahead tell the people what's going on here
1: so apparently um, Miguel Cole was uh, pulled over by the Canadian authorities and uh, he's been held ever since they had him in for questioning.
0: You know, I don't know if they released him yet, but let's face it. Didn't we warn him about destroying Canadian money?
1: <laughs> I mean, we we did. We we did warn him, and he he didn't listen, so I guess he's stranded here in Canada.
0: And I'm not pointing any fingers, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. any innuendos, but someone who may or may not host Global may have phoned the border patrol and said that Uh-oh. Miguel Cole had 400 pounds of cocaine shoved in him. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure Miguel has had hands in him today in places that most puppets don't even get hands. So, oh no. That's what happens when you mess with the Canucks, buddy.
1: Okay, so let's get into this book here.
0: All right, and Book I of Shame.
1: So, first we have Ace Austin.
0: Yeah, Ace Austin. You know, I'm not even worked up this week. Ace Austin, yeah, you're still in, buddy. <coughs>
1: Next is El <coughs> El Gio de Los Angeles Park.
0: Oh my lord. Uh <laughs> Wow. Uh definitely in what a ridiculous looking uh costume this guy has. And I have yet to see anything that makes him think he I don't, you know, the way he wrestles, he doesn't even seem like he's LA Park's son. So pretty lame. Lame sauce. And
1: then we then, then we have the <coughs> the inaugural entry facade.
0: Facade. You know what? He's perennially in there until things change. We've said that every week. So, yes, facade. You make me laugh. You make I, me sigh. I
1: have my, I have my uh, doubts that we're ever going to see him again.
0: Yeah, me too, to be I honest.
1: Know. <laughs> next is that word that begins with F.
0: Next. That's always in. Next.
1: <laughs> Jimmy Havoc. Ugh.
0: Yeah. You're in Jimmy Havoc, you creepo. Learn to wrestle.
1: Okay. Kenny King. <laughs>
0: Whoa, whoa, somebody wake me up? Oh, Kenny King's wrestling. <laughs> somebody don't then wake we me up. Had
1: mad Men, then we had Mad Men Fulton.
0: Boy, I am almost could continue with the... <laughs> Madman.
1: Uh, Nigel McGuinness.
0: Oh, and I thought I wasn't going to get mad. Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> Ugh. The hate and bile that you produce in the back of my throat. Ugh. I used to love Nigel McGuinness's wrestling. He is... He makes Renee Young seem like the best goddamn commentator that's ever happened in this. Ugh, oh, you're terrible, Nigel. Terrible. And Retire. then we have
1: then we have Semi Callahan.
0: Well, as far as goat fuckers go, <laughs> <laughs> you spitting disgusting warthog. You got what? Yeah, Selena was right I about see, you.
1: Uh, well, Sammy Callahan uh, with three asterisks. You know what? I'm almost tempted. Fourth after what he did to Tessa Blanchard on him. Oh
0: yeah, you know he didn't really talk about it. He attacked Tessa Blanchard pretty bad. I know he that. Kicked
1: her the face, straight the face.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely put that asterisk in there, man.
1: Sammy Callahan times four asterisks.
0: <laughs> Spit we on that.
1: Casey. <laughs> we have Casey, the updater.
0: Oh my lord, <laughs> Casey was on MLW this week. She talked for maybe ten seconds, and she was the worst ten seconds I've heard in commentary in a while, like for a backstage person. It's literally like the, they took someone yeah, who
1: wait, was uh, TJ. Yes, don't you don't you think you you're going to
0: live too Oh, <laughs> Yes, good catch there. Yes, yes. Um, it's literally like they took someone who had absolutely no knowledge of wrestling whatsoever and just because she was kind of pretty and she could barely walk standing upright or tie her shoelaces and they handed her a mic and said hey, sashay your cute little butt over there and ask them some meaningful questions and she comes up with crap like don't you think you had a little whore? oh my lord that
1: was terrible she
0: is horrible
1: then we have the Christ brothers
0: oh, speaking of horrible (laughs) next, I don't even talk about them
1: next is a hunt
0: Oh, what a joke. I mean, I can't even take those guys seriously. They're they're terrible. And,
1: and, and our final entry is Tommy Dreamer.
0: Oh, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, you're going to be in there for a long time, buddy. Uh, you still managed to pollute the airwaves. Thank God I didn't see you once this week. Hey, that's why I've been happy. I did not see him once on television.
1: Nice. Yeah, we didn't. No, neither did I, except for an impact. But that was a flashback from when the Har- House of Hardcore man uh, Oh, events.
0: a flashback is in. Hey, remember when this was super <laughs> crappy too? Okay, next. Now <laughs> okay, you. So that, your that, turn. You've got an entry. I got to yes, hear, it,
1: buddy. Yes, that, that, that's the last entry. But this week on NXT UK, mm-hmm. they had a backstage segment with the hunt, like an earlier today video. Yeah. I have, I for the longest time I couldn't figure out. What it was about the hunt that mm-hmm. I really did not like. Mm-hmm. After watching UK this week, I finally figured out. I couldn't put my finger on it, but now I know what it, what it is about them. Well, what is it? They are in a they are NXT UK's version of OVE.
0: Oh God! Yes, yes, they and are. Our,
1: and now our they've You want to associate yourself with them, you've become the Batman Fulton of the team. Oh, no. So for that, you, sir,
0: are going in the book.
1: You just made made the the book! Oh, 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 shame.
0: Quick question. Yes, sir. Who's the goat fucker of the, uh... (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's a good question. I don't think they have a leader. Yeah,
0: they don't have a leader. They're a leaderless OVE. Wow, that's even sadder. Ugh. Okay, yeah. I'm going to have to agree. Dave Mastiff, I, I mean, I've tried to ignore him, to be honest. He doesn't even seem like he's worth looking at, you know. Um, He's just a big goof. And, uh, yeah, totally. He's in the book now. You want to join the rest of the loser group? Become a cartoon? Be all you can't be? Yeah, join them. Well, you know what, folks? Once again, we leave ourselves on a bitter taste in our mouths. (laughs) Um, Only by the love and power of Alanis Morissette have we gotten through this. But we have. It's been a rough week legend and uh gentleman got a little drunk we messed up a few words we dealt with some goat fuckers it's been a tough week but you know what fans we're here for you guys because we love even when you're writing in and telling us how we uh said the wrong thing well hey that just means you're listening and we like it yeah we can call them haters and i don't mind because you know what i would do the same i'm kind of douchey like that too and um all we can say is you know what? keep writing in talk to us you know what i know a lot of you guys are watching this and and you know the guys who like roh Go a little further. Tell me what's so great about ROH right now. And I don't want you to talk about ROH of 6 months ago or 6 years ago. Right now at this moment, what is ROH great with? If you're a big AEW guy, tell me right now what's cool, not what's coming, what you think's going to happen. Tell me what right now makes you like AEW. And you know what, fans? We have some really good wrestling out there all the time. New Japan's always hot. Yep. MLW has got to be that cool, you know, black uh, sheep of the family that everyone forgets and then you look over and go, wow, that's <coughs> pretty cool. You know, NXT yep. UK. You know, they have their ups and downs, but most times pretty good. And ROH, still a, a very good uh, uh, wrestling company. So, folks, tell us what you like. Tell us what you want us to cover. And so far, nobody has said to us, uh, we miss Impact. So, you know what? <laughs> I guess that's got to be telling itself, right? What do you think, Elio?
1: Yeah, um, like I I. I Sat down to watch it earlier tonight, and I don't know how I got through it.
0: I don't even know why you bothered. Do you have some... A sin that you're trying to atone for? I mean ew, seems what, like a pretty what, harsh penance. Well
1: what, what, what after last week you, you said that you were gonna watch for the next two weeks and yes. see if it would get any better. And it However, didn't. I saved you the try. saved you the trouble this week.
0: Thank God, because I, you know, I did get a chance to. I I read some of the highlights, I read some things online and I was yeah, just like, Thank so God. I I I took the bullet for you this week. You did indeed. You did indeed. Well, you know what, Elio? It's been a great uh It's been a great time hanging with you, as always. Fans, you know what? We also have a sister show, and I'm pretty sure if you're listening to us, you probably have heard the sister show. But if you haven't, if you just somehow stumbled onto us and you're listening to WPOV Global and you like guys talking about wrestling, we talk about all the stuff that's non-WWE. But over on our sister show at Wrestling POV... They talk all WWE. It's got some crazy guys on there. There's Tony Diaz. There's Mimi Goody. There's Rick Serrano III, the, the perennial third wheel of the show. And until he gets out of Canadian prison, Miguel uh, Miguel Cole, who is uh, my nemesis in a sock puppet, I would say. Uh, you know, a felt nemesis. I'm not sure. But anyway, he's over there. Uh, Elio, why don't you tell the people where they can find both of our shows and how they can get a hold of us on social media?
1: So you can find us on Facebook at Wrestling POV Podcast, on um, Instagram Wrestling POV One, and at Twitter at Wrestling POV. And this podcast, as well as Wrestling POV, can be heard on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Podbean.
0: Whoa, Podbean sounds delicious. <laughs> well, folks, <laughs> we've had a great week uh, with great time today. We look forward to talking to you guys next week. The G1 is coming. You think we're uh, discombobulated and uh, slipping up now? Wait till halfway through the tournament where we've watched 800 million matches and we're trying to make (laughs) sense of everything. And that's only one of the five companies we always cover. So (laughs) we're looking for a good one. Folks, we love you tuning in. We want to say special hello to our American friends whose uh, Independence Day is coming up right away, uh, America. We love you. Uh, you. You're you're our brothers down south, and and all the people around the world. We, we love all you guys that we tuning in, listening to any kind of questions. We're there for you. We're the we're the global boys, and uh, we'll scour the world. And hey, we'll probably run into you as we do it. So uh, thank you, and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. I've been your host, the legend T. James Logan. And with me, my co-host, say goodbye to the people, Elio.
1: All right. This is the gentleman, Elio Canella saying talk to you fans next week.
0: Watch out for go fuckers.